0: This is the BBC.
1: This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. Raj and Pablo
2: on BBC Asian Network.
0: Hey Bollytastic people, thank you for downloading the best bits of the Raj and Pablo show this week. It's the number one Bollywood show on the BBC. On this week's
1: download, hear from director Harry Boweja about the rise of Banda Singh Bahadur.
0: And the other big release, of course, is Rock On 2. You can hear from the stars Farhan Akhtar and the gorgeous Shraddha Kapoor. And Salil Acharya joins us to give us the lowdown from Mumbai. Now, eight years after the release on Rock On, the gorgeous cast have reformed to create the sequel, which hit the cinema screens this weekend. It's the first Bollywood musical to follow with a sequel that, that there even may be a trilogy in the making. Rock On 3 is on the cards. Now, it stars the gorgeous Shraddha Kapoor alongside original cast members. Mr Farhan Akhtar, Mr Arjun Rampal, Purab Kohli and the lovely Prachi Desai. The movie follows the story of a live band making sacrifices for success. And you listen to the Rajan Pablo show, the number one Bollywood show on the BBC. And guess what? We've got rock on too. Uh, we we have, have indeed. We've got all of them. Uh, we're joined by Farhan Akhtar and Shraddha Kapoor.
1: Guys, welcome to the Rajan Pablo show on the BBC Asian Network.
0: Thank hi, you hi. and hello. Oh, hello, hello, hello! First of all, congratulations on Rock on Two. I caught it yesterday. Well done, guys.
1: Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you, you. Um, Farhan. Now, um, I mean, a lot's been said about you know how long the sequel's uh, to, you know how long it's taken to make. Uh, is it true that yeah. the sequel was planned even before the release of the first movie? Did you knew, Did you know you were going to yeah, do Rock I on Two? Be-
3: no, 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 we did. We had no uh, such idea or no such plan at the time. Uh, we really only got into discussing it and uh, thinking about it in about 2013 when we started thinking about it. And then, uh, of course, worked on, the, worked on the story, worked on the screenplay, got into casting and then here we are today.
0: Now, Shraddha, right, uh, what we've heard is that you love the first Rock On and you definitely wanted to be part of it. How did you bag the role?
4: Yeah, that's true. I loved The First Rock On so much that um, I I basically just, I told my dad when we were in the theater watching the film, I told him that, you know, I loved it so much that just as the movie was ending, I told him that if they make a sequel to this film, I'm going to be in it. Wow. Not knowing that eight years later, I would actually be in it. So um, when I heard that, uh, uh, somehow I just heard that they're making the film. And um, that's when I called up Ritesh, who's who's a partner with Farhan at XL. And I told him that, you know, please meet me for it. And um, he said that he would love to meet me for it. And he said that uh, we just want to hear you sing because the character needs to sing her own song. So I sang my own songs at Yashar Studios. I sang a few songs, actually, at Yashar Studios. And Farhan uh-huh. um, was there, Shankar, Rahsa Loy were there. And they seemed to have liked it. And because the next call that I got was from Ritesh saying that we would love to have you on the film. And, you know, please read the script if you like it. We would love to have you on board. And so that is how it happened.
0: You are so modest. Didn't they know that you were Asha Bosley and Latamangeshkar's Mangeshkar's great niece?
4: I mean, I don't, I don't know that, but I, I felt it was absolutely fair for them to want to hear me sing. I mean, considering that you know the character had to, uh, the actor had to sing her own uh-huh. songs. Um, since uh, hello,
1: hi, yes, right. yeah. are um, here. so Farhan, oh, what,
4: yeah, I thought it was
3: totally
1: fair. Hmm. Farhan, what was it like when uh, yourself and Shraddha sang together for the first time?
3: Um, it's been incredible, yeah, Raj, you know, um, for whatever it's worth, I mean, from what Shraddha just said now also, um, we heard her, we've heard her sing before. She sang in equivalent, hmm. you know, but there's a difference between hearing something that's produced, uh, on a, on a CD, you know, or, or, or on iTunes or something. And hmm. to hear someone just sing live in front of you in a studio. So when she did come in, she sang a couple of her favorite songs, just like cover songs and all of us, I mean, Shankar, and am hmm. myself, we were all just completely blown away. By the way, she sang, um, and then of course to sing with her, we've got two songs that we've sung together hmm. um, mm-hmm. on on the album Jaha, and then of course Rock On yep. Revisited. So it's it's wonderful to have uh, this um, uh, this thing now that's going to be there for posterity to share share our voice on this album and share it
0: on these songs.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So how did you guys record the songs? Did you record them together, or was it done separately? Um, no, I mean usually you do record separately.
3: That's that's how it's done um with, with technology today, you just go into the studio do your part. But I mean I was I was there when Shraddha was recording her stuff, you know, um, just to just to hear her sing. Um and it was it was amazing. So you also get a feel of the song, you know, when you're in the studio and the other person is recording their take. Um and it was just it was just a wonderful experience. I
4: was really glad that he was there for the recordings as well, yeah.
1: Uh, we also hear that you have been travelling um, and, you know, almost touring with the album and singing live. What's it been like doing live concerts?
3: You know, it's... I, I don't know how to explain it I mean, the, the film is about music. Uh, the film is is about uh, reaching out to people, uniting them through music. Um, so to go out and, and do it in this way, to promote it by, by doing concerts and to see, uh, I mean, Shagha on stage, you know, it's been just such an incredible journey from the first time that I heard her sing in the studio, like we just mentioned, to all the times that we hung out when we were shooting and we'd just jam and play guitar and she'd sing songs. To see her on stage and see her, like, the way the audience reacts Mm -hmm. to her and the way she sings, I mean, there's there's just so much Mm -hmm. joy in it, you know, and I just keep telling her that I hope that this uh, side of life, you know, this door that has been opened towards towards music and towards singing and performing live on stage, that I hope it, it stays open when she continues to do it, even beyond this. Huh?
0: Now, you know, one thing that you I... He, yeah. um, Sorry, Sorry Shraddha. He,
4: he always, always, always says such nice things about me. But I have to say, and I have to add that it's been an absolute privilege sharing the same stage with him, with his band, Farhan Live, mm-hmm. And we did about seven concerts and... It's been one of the best times. It's been an absolute uh, privilege.
0: You know, we've seen some of the videos. No, you. You, you guys both look like you're having such a magical time. Now, without going back to the storyline uh, of the movie, uh, without giving, there's a twist in the story and there's a lot of angst. Uh, For Han, how determined were you to keep the characters real?
3: Um, I mean, that really is, I think, what the film is about. And you want a certain relatability with with the characters. Um, and at the same time, of course, you want to see their growth. You, you've right. seen them in the first one. You've, you've uh, liked them for who they were. Um, so maintaining that essence of who those people are, where they're from. But yet at the same time, you want to get a sense of um, a certain evolution in their lives. Um, and that really comes from the writing. So, I mean, really, I mean, like Pabali with her writing. Um, and then, of course, Sujart as the director, you know, who's worked closely with all actors. Uh, on the film to try and keep it as relatable as believable and as real as possible um so he's the one with the overview you know and we, we are the people who try our best to to be uh, uh, to perform to the way he imagines the film
0: Shraddha, how did you feel, you know, because uh, without giving anything away about your character and what goes on with the character's dimensions, uh, how did you manage to keep on par with Farhan and Arjun and especially the emotional intensity that came across with the, with your performance?
4: I I mean, I, have, I absolutely don't know about being on par with them at all. Uh, I just hope... I, I'm just very happy to have been in this film, to tell you the truth, that I made my way into this film. But um, having said that, uh, the part, Gia's part was... Um, I thought it was... Um, it was so interesting to... I feel her conflict is extremely interesting. Mm. And um, the reason why she can't pursue the music that she wants to, and it's... it's. Um, I felt it would be extremely challenging, but uh, Shujat, he he took really good care of me on set and um, he was very clear with how he wanted her to come out in, in the story. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that uh, people can connect with her, people can connect with actually the journey of each and every character because each character has some kind of, a conflict that he or she is going through.
1: And, uh, Shraddha, was it kind of liberating to play a rock chick?
4: <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, you know, um, well, well, to put it this way, it was, it was really nice to play a musician and, uh-huh. you know, a singer and to be able to actually lip-sync to songs that I have sung. And uh, to play this character, it's been really amazing, really, really amazing. And the whole process of this film has been really different from my earlier films. Um, I also got the opportunity to travel on a recce, which usually actors don't really go on recces or don't really. I mean, they've not really, they don't get involved in that process, or they don't are not asked to go. But my director. Um, he asked me if I wanted to go along with him uh, when they were scouting for locations and stuff. And he said, that you know, why don't you bring your script along and you can sit with it and just be, you know, in a beautiful environment, which is Shillong, and um, understand your character better, which I think really helped a lot.
0: And to both of you uh, uh, right? this is uh, a Raj and Pablo pitch off an idea we've just had a thought now Farhan, you're a singing superstar Shraddha, you're a singing superstar you know, the next movie you should meet, do is like a biopic fantasy Kishore Kumar meets Noor Jahan you can play both of them <laughs> <laughs> wow what do you think? oh wow really? now that would be
1: something um, so, you can you can start working on the script immediately, Rajan. <laughs> Done. That's a deal. That's <laughs> um, a deal. Talking about scripts now, uh, is there going to be a Rock on three? Have, are those rumors true? Um,
3: no, I, you know I think it's it's too early to say anything about that. Um, I think right now our focus really is on the release of this film
0: uh-huh.
3: and just getting the word out more and more to people about it. That's that's what we're focused on.
0: Oh, and finally, I have to say thank you so much for Usha Attap. She was brilliant in the movie as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, she's a legend. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, all of us have grown up listening Mm -hmm. to her songs and loving her. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, when we got down to, like, you know, we wanted some really special people to come together for that final concert. Um, And she really was on top of the list of someone who, I mean, she's contributed so much. I don't know if people are even, like, really, really aware of, like, how many songs she sung and, like, what a wonderful talent she is.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it was nice to get her on board and then of course also to get Pentagram who are so responsible for uh, for rock music in India being yes. popular
0: Yes, So you know, the amount
3: of bands that have come together since and they've been around for 20 plus years and have influenced so many young kids to, to take up rock music I mean even as a career you know and not just as some kind of a hobby um, so have them on board as well it's been uh, with Truly lucky and just very special
1: to have them. Well, guys, can we just say best of luck with the movie and thank you very much um, for talking to us.
3: Raj and Pablo
2: on BBC Asian Network.
0: Now, we're absolutely delighted. This sequel of Jar Saib Zadi, which was released in 2014, the animated movie, was made by the talented and creative husband and wife team, Harry and Bami Bhavaja, and it was a success. Now, uh, two years on, the sequel, The Rise of Banda Bahad- Bhanda- Singh Bahadur, is out in cinemas, and director and the vision behind this movie, Mr. Harry Boveja, joins us on the line from India. Sir, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show, and congratulations on the release of such an epic movie.
2: Thank you so much, Raj. Thank you. I, I, I'm feeling uh, blessed that yes, I could find you the audience for this movie.
1: Um, so, I mean, we know this is your second animation. You've directed a string of Bollywood movies, including, you know, loads of big Bollywood stars. Um, what made you still keep down that animation animation route? Uh,
2: just because after the release of the first film, I, I probably interacted with a lot of people all over the world as I travelled after the release and realised that they, all they of them probably wanted more. And just like Oliver, we read that when he goes to the soup and he says, you want more? So I felt... Yes, they want more and let's give them more because everybody's yearning to learn about the history and our past. And I think this was one medium, one medium which could really reach to everyone around who really lacks the opportunity to read books anymore and probably first hand get the information.
0: And sir, where did the first inspiration for the original Jar Saibzad they come from? Is it because of the rich Sikh heritage?
3: I am
2: from a Sikh convent school uh, in my, in my, in my Bodhi school, the Sikh convent school. So we had a Gurdwara in our school where we were uh, we probably uh, were needed to be attending it every morning every, for a, half an hour. And probably those six years of my young age from class three, standard three to standard eight, it was spent there. And very impressionable age. And probably I always, I went to the theater after that and, and I did a play on Jesus Christ. And then I thought, why another play on, on, on Sikh And uh, by the time probably I could write that and probably get that done, I probably moved on to life, got married. And then you get into the routine of life to settle down and the children and life and the movies. And finally a day comes when you probably say, oh, hold on, let me look back. And then you pause and you say, oh, I, I probably want to pay back to society what I learned all the way and thank God in a way that I can probably feel good about. And that's when I thought I should make a movie on, uh, on, on Zeke history.
1: Um, and when you're making a movie, like you said, on Zeke history, is there a certain pressure on making sure you get the facts right so you don't upset anyone?
2: Absolutely. So what I do is I take insurance. I'm a master from insurance company. <laughs> but what I do is, I, I make sure I go to the religious committees back here in number in the HGPC, mm. take them with me through every draft of the screenplay that I do till I lock it with dialogues and get it stamped on every page that this is correct in all sanctity of religion and historical facts. And then I get in the animation stage and then I go back to them after animating the film, showing once again to them if I made some errors and overlooks and get it certified with them again, that's when I come to the theatres and show it to the people.
0: And sir, I know it's about Sikhi and the true struggles of Sikhism and the way you've animated it, but you've actually reached out to non-Sikhs with this movie as well.
2: I have, because finally, it's a story about a national hero who's not been talked much about. And to just uh, probably uh, validate my statement of him being a national hero, uh, Dr. Rabindranath Tagore, the Nobel Prize winner from India, who, is, who also wrote the National Anthem of India. He has also written uh, as a tribute of poetry in Bengali called Bandi Beer, uh, in tribute to Bandar Singh Bahadur's uh, martyrdom. So that just goes to show that what a national hero he was. And somewhere the the vision, on the the concentration, the focus of him probably got lost somewhere. And I think this was an opportunity to really reach out to uh, uh, the pan-India audience to tell them, well, there's another hero we need to know about. And that was Bandar Singh Bahadur. I mean, he was the first one who actually uh, eradicated the landlord system and gave the land to every farmer who tilled and uh, probably made him the owner and let the landlord system just get abolished uh, when he grew Punjab for the six years.
0: You know, the, one of the other things about um, the whole series and this film as well, the animation is superb. It's on par with anything that you get from the West. Is it an Indian animation production?
2: Yes, uh, this, this is a production which is based in London with Frame Focus London and uh, some part being done in uh, animation in Frame Focus India. So it's, it's it's like a movie that's been made at both places, but moreover, it, it is a UK production on uh, a, a film in animation and uh, lots of stuff. I was there in UK for about the first two months doing my animatics and then back again to do my VFX and the voiceovers and everything. So this is primarily in English and uh, in Hindi and in Punjabi. Again, all the three languages trying to reach out, as much audience I can.
1: I mean, initially, uh, animation uh, Charles are There, were you re- surprised by the reaction and how it was received?
2: I wasn't surprised. I, I probably knew it was going to be uh, either the two, you know, versions of it. Either people are going to accept it wholeheartedly or not accept it. So, I, I, I mean, it was a surprise that, yes, they did the other bit, but uh, it, it could go either way. So you can say, yes, that I, I wish they would accept it is why I made it. So I wouldn't say I was surprised, but I, I probably realized that, oh, well, my judgment was not wrong, and, but they could have rejected it and not accepted it at all. So that was a risk I was taking. Yes, that was a risk.
1: Um, and why animation?
2: No choice, because if you have to have Guru Sat's family, yeah. uh, family, you can only bring them to the screen, not through live actors, but only through animation. That was the uh, first understanding with the uh, religious members and the community itself. who was very sensitive about seeing the Guru's family uh, being represented by actors. So that was the understanding with the uh, religious community, back number served, that probably you will only have to animate them. Mm-hmm. So I had no choice.
0: So I fell on animation. But, sir, do you think things are changing, like, you know, with the success of, like, the super international success of Baobali? I mean, when you, when you watch Jar Zadi and you watch Bandabhadar, it's on that level in the sense of the storytelling. Do you think there will come a time when there will be live action?
2: Well, I I don't know. I think it's the sensitivity of the uh, community, and if if they feel that way, well, when the time comes, we'll probably see how the religious committees react and permit that. But as of now, I think I think they're very happy with what they uh, what they're allowing, and uh, I think they're very satisfied with what they're watching. And uh, let's see how technology moves on and how things move on in the coming years. Well. And so, that right now,
0: so, yeah. And so, Sorry. you know, the other thing we have to ask right, you, you've become renowned for these two films as well. But um, you've also had super duper Bollywood hits like Dil Divani, Cars, Giamat City Under Threat, Mesa, who? Uh, are you not going to go back? Do you miss Bollywood?
2: Of course, I'm going to back to that. It's just that because I started this process and I thought, let me get the second part rolling. Uh-huh. And then also, while this is rolling, because these movies take a lot of time. They take about a year and a half, two years to make. So while this process is on, that I'm not very, uh, I'm very apt with it and I'm very, very uh, well versed with it now that I know how this process goes on. I can always make a live action thing like this is going on. And that's exactly what I'm going to do now. Oh,
1: wonderful. Uh, can we just say thank you very much for talking to us. Best of luck. Um, and please say hello to the family.
2: Thank you, Emily. Need a lot.
1: This is Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network.
0: Now he's hot. He's hairless. He's handsome. He's our very own hero, and he's got muscles to die for. And he's got his ear on the pulse with all the latest gossip. Who am I talking about, Pablo? Uh, Well, I thought it could have been me because I've had a shave, but when he said hairless, it's the Leela Charya. Hey, buddy, welcome. How are you?
5: If I ever stop going to the gym, you're going to have to change this entire intro
0: of mine, okay? Oh, yes. don't worry. That's really easy. I've got, already got that <laughs> one written. There was a Amitabh Bachchan was it? Buddha hoga tere Salil.
1: We spoke to Farhan and Shraddha earlier on on the show um, and they're quite excited about Rock On 2. Um, how's it doing at the box office? How's it opened?
5: Not great, sadly. You know, it's a very nice film. It's a little long and it's one of those ones that, you know, it's a nice... Sunday afternoon, lazy kind of film that you want to watch. But not enough masala in it is what the audience wanted. So also the songs, you know, in the theatre are fantastic. But outside, they didn't catch on on TV or radio as much. So it's not had a great response. And uh, I think he'd be a little worried with the opening. Though he did say that he's not so worried about the box office collections of this film. Uh, he's done a great job. Shadda's mm. not too bad as well. The supporting cast is excellent. Even the guy, Shashank, he was actually... The hero of this small film that a very big business at uh, the film festivals, Titli. So, you know, it, it's an interesting film to watch, but sadly, very niche in, uh, in India.
0: Has this got a lot to do with the currency thing that's happened? Where people can't get money uh, out to go? Not
5: really, because uh, a lot of people uh, who go to the theatres will end up buying uh, it with their credit cards. Mm-hmm. But this has got more to do with the fact that there was zero buzz about this movie. So the entire thing that happened during the week, of course, the currency things hogging the news, uh, Trump's victory and all that. So uh, your uh, multiplex audiences just didn't think that it was releasing this weekend. So that's the reason why mm-hmm. it just has fallen into uh, not too big an opening. And I don't know how long it sustained. I liked the movie. But like I said, a lot of people found it too long. And uh, the songs were the USB of the first part. That sadly hadn't caught on. So I don't know how it's going to do.
1: Now, uh, Salil, we've been hearing rumours about Saif Ali Khan's daughter for a while. Now, is she really making her big debut?
5: So last evening, that's all what we had, uh, you know, as far as her making a debut opposite Ranveer Singh was a complete yes. And last night, her mother, Amita Singh, comes up with an article saying, rubbish, she's doing nothing of the sort. Now, either this could be a really well-timed PR article but knowing Amrita, and I've worked with her in television before, mm, yes. she doesn't really uh, listen to PR. She says what's in her mind, and if she says no, that means she's not doing this, you know. So because this role isn't a traditional heroine's role anyway, it was about slum kids uh, becoming rockers and uh, dancers, you know. So maybe that's not the kind of entry that Amrita Singh wants for her daughter. Remember, we all know how Amita made her debut. So maybe she wants a debut like that for her
0: daughter. Bursat with Sunny Deal, wasn't it? Betab. it Betab, was Betab. Betab, yes. that's right. Yes. Um, yeah,
5: the, and she was on a horse. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Ritik,
1: is he? He's managed to. Um, he's making some surprisingly, let's say, big numbers on uh, Kabul.
5: Yes, because you know we all thought that after Mohanlal he would not be so much in demand. In fact, they probably had to wait a while to start production of his next films because the distributors were not too happy but the theatrical rights going for 65 crores that's almost 10 million US dollars that's fantastic wow. for a person who hasn't had a hit in almost 3 or 4 years that's how big Hrithik Roshan still is because they, it's it's like potential he's still considered like a ranveer kapoor as far as potential is concerned so hits and flops don't always hurt them that much so congratulations to them and kabir looks like you know the distributors are very excited
0: Good for him! It's about time he had a hit. We like Rithik. Now, what's all this about a female Chataha in the works? So,
5: Farhan actor has been. Uh, well, let's just put this: he's been fed this news by Ali Abad all the time. She loves uh, Diljataha, and she wanted to do that kind of a film. Uh, even as Zindagi Na Milegi once again, Farhan was involved in that. So, eventually, I think one plus one has become two, and they are thinking of producing Excel Entertainment and Farhan a female a Dil Hai version with Alia. And I'm kind of hoping that, you know, it has Alia, it has Shraddha Kapoor and it has maybe like a Pariniti. It'll be like a lovely girl gang. You never know. It could maybe have that and the girls will be probably big enough to actually pull it off. It'll be really cool to watch.
0: You know, there hasn't been a Bollywood chick flick for ages. Yeah, you know, they were planning
5: one, but uh, I think Karina became pregnant, so then they've had to put that off a bit. Uh, but it would be awesome because, see, it would not be very easy to get Deepika Priyanka and Karina that one frame. So I think with to the second generation will be much easier to do that. Well, you know what? We may
1: just get Alia um, on the show a bit later on and find out exactly what her take is on Dil Chattahir. Yes. Now, Salil, we know you, us, you, us, you're, you're us. the man to ask, but we were quite sad when we heard mm. this because uh, you did break the news that Salman Khan is getting married. Now we hear yes. he's broken up.
5: So the thing is, you know, he's not always been the biggest exponent of wanting to say that I want to get married, I want to get married. So there was a long time, about two or three months ago, uh, it was almost confirmed that in November, December is when his wedding was actually happening, including the media was aware of this. But it seems that his closeness with Lulia took a bit of a backseat once Katrina broke up. Now these stories of him not getting back together, but just being rather friendly uh, with Katrina and with a number of other people as well. So things have been a little bit iffy. So as a result of that, uh, Lulia probably didn't understand what was going on. Mm. But I think the last thing that she wanted is for him to be very friendly with his immediate ex, at least unofficially, ex-girlfriend. And I think there was was a rumble in paradise. And as a result of that, let's just say things haven't gone according to plan. And uh, I guess that's how Salman Khan lives. Mm. You know, nobody can tell Salman Khan what to do. Doesn't matter if it's an astrologer. Doesn't matter if it's anybody around him. And he makes his own decisions. But for now, he's being very protective of Katrina. And uh, yeah, well, let's just put it this way. Uh, the media yeah. has, been put in the lo- uh, uh, has been sort of
0: dealt a googly. Uh, so uh, have Salman and Katrina signed a movie together?
5: Yes, they have. Ekta Tiger Park 2. Mm. Because he decided to resurrect Katrina's career as well. So you've got to understand this. He He's finding Katrina a house. He's taking care of her publicly. He's signed another movie with her. It'd be a bit tough
1: for the current girlfriend to digest, wouldn't it? Well, um and plus there's been no official line on it yet, as of yet. So yep. these are these are all rumors. Yep. Um Salil, can we just say thank you very, very much? And keep us posted, buddy. Sounds good, man. Bye. Bye bye. Salil Acharya there giving us the lowdown from Mumbai. And of course
0: he'll be back next Saturday. Do you think I should still wait for the by the post box, waiting for the the invite to the wedding? Mm. Probably not, Raj. Aww. Now it's all about Bollywood and we absolutely love Bollywood, as do you guys. If there's anything about the industry you want to know, email rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. Don't
1: forget you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm. Until next week, bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.